This podcast contains material of an adult nature. It's not safe for work or appropriate for children under the age of 18. If you're offended by mature content, please stop listening now. The stories included in this podcast are not checked for factual content and are for entertainment purposes only. No real names are used. It's secondhand story time. Hi, we'll here again and welcome back to Secondhand Storytime, the show where we tell stories we heard from someone else. It's our first episode of the new year and we're back to our regular format. This week my friends Bonnie and Brian are coming on to tell about some unpleasantness back in the family tree. Please enjoy. Alright, so I'm here today with my good friends Brian and Bonnie. And uh, Bonnie has a story for me. Um, that's secondhand, is that correct? It's secondhand, yes, indeed. Okay, great. And I guess Brian will just be helping and providing color commentary. Yep. <laughs> so, uh, whenever you're ready, um, go ahead and let me have it. Okay. Um, let's see. To preface it all, my mother is one of seven. My dad is one of nine. And both of their mothers were, you know, their husbands abandoned them and they were sort of raised by single mothers. They actually worked at the same cookie factory for a while, both my grandmothers. Oh, wow. Yeah. So, um, you know, abject poverty, really, right. <laughs> when you think about it. And, a lot um, of kids, one income. Yeah, yeah. Got to watch the kids somehow. Exactly. So, you know, and it's Baltimore in the 30s, I guess this took place. Um, my grand, my nanny, my mom's mom, is Polish woman, married... Uh, I don't know what nationality my grandfather was. But anyway, my grandfather, who left her, had a sister named Mabel who lived on a farm in northwest Maryland. And she never had kids of her own. And she was, you know, so she was pretty well off during the Depression. And obviously her sister-in-law and nieces and nephews were not well off. And um, so occasionally she said she wanted to help out my grandmother. And I guess do a you know a certain amount of penance for her brother who'd left my grandmother in such a I guess that a seems position. kind of reasonable. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You so wanna, you think, yeah. If you still want to be involved with the family. Yeah, yeah. So um, Aunt yeah. Mabel, you know, out of kindness of her heart, wants to help out my nanny. Uh, that's what I call my Polish grandmother. And um, so she said she would uh, watch my, my Aunt Catherine, who's my grandmother's oldest child. She's like, well, I'll take her for a week. She can come spend some time on the farm, get out of the city. Okay. You know, one less child to watch for that, you. That seems kind of nice, you know. Yeah, yeah, thanks. When I was a kid, it was always nice to go stay at relatives. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, I enjoyed seeing my grandmother and my uncle for a week or something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Yeah, so that was the deal. So Aunt Catherine went up to stay with Aunt Mabel for a week. And um, after about the second week, um, my nanny started to get a little worried that she wasn't back yet. And uh, my grandmother had no phone. They were too poor to afford a phone. So she eventually went over, got a neighbor to loan her the phone and make the long-distance phone call, which was a big deal, right? (laughs) That's That's a lot of money. Um, So she calls my Aunt Mabel, and she says, you know, could you bring home Catherine? And Aunt Mabel says... Well, you know, you have so many. I'm just going to keep this one. <laughs> and, you know, of course, Nanny's dumbstruck. Like, uh, that's my firstborn, yeah. whom I named after my own mother. And <laughs> I would like her back, thank you. Only she probably said it less politely and in Polish. Yeah, that's, a, that's quite a decision to make, sort of unilaterally. Yeah, yeah, yeah no consultation. <laughs> I'm keeping your kid. Exactly. <laughs> I didn't think you'd mind, so I didn't bring it up. <laughs> You're not going to miss this one. <laughs> Only the, you know, the oldest and most useful one, I guess, at the point. Um, 
Oh yeah, of course. The, I guess the old ones in the big families. Yeah, they do have to look after the uh, the yeah. young ones. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, I hadn't thought of that. So yeah, even more value. <laughs> yes. <laughs> On top of being her child, <laughs> which I'm sure is value enough. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So I think it was like about a month, and I don't know because I wasn't there to secondhand story, but I think it was about a month before my grandmother. Um, got the police to go up to Aunt Mabel's farm and get her child back. And, um, of course, it caused a rift in the family. I don't, <laughs> I don't understand why, but, yeah, Nanny held a grudge. And apparently, what an insult. <laughs> apparently Aunt Mabel held a grudge, too. <laughs> and uh, from then there on, um, she, the rumor is she put a curse on her family for taking back Catherine. Catherine, by the way, is, is about as nasty and mean as Aunt Mabel is now, too. So that maybe yeah. that's part of the curse. Catherine didn't have her own kids. and Yeah, it was yeah, chain-smoking, throws throws presents at small children at Christmas. Time, first time I ever met Aunt Catherine, it was great. I was sitting at the couch, and one of uh, Bonnie's cousins, who was five at the time, uh, Maddie, was... Um, you know, sitting like in between my legs playing with a toy and Aunt Catherine came over and had some slippers in her hand and said, you're a fat kid with fat feet and threw the slippers at her and walked away. No Merry Christmas. They weren't wrapped or anything. Yeah. I was stunned. <laughs> and I wasn't. <laughs> So yeah, that's that's Anne Catherine. So anyways, the um, heading back to Mabel. So Anne Catherine's the one who was abducted. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Kid- kidnapped. Yes. Just to be clear. Yeah, yes. Yeah. Yes. And uh, yeah. So um, the rumor in the family was that Aunt Mabel was a witch, and that she had put a curse on her family. Now Aunt Mabel, you know, there's to give some credit to the story. You know, she didn't last. She like lived to the bitter end, into the hundreds. Like she was in her hundreds when like she finally fueled died. Fueled by hate, fueled by <laughs> yeah. anger and hate and rage. I'm sure, and um, you know, lived alone on the farm. I think her husband died. You know, when she was in her 80s or something. And um, apparently, she had done babysitting, and one child, like one infant, uh, under her care, died under mysterious wow. circumstances. So that just fueled the uh, suspicions of. You know how evil Aunt Mabel is, and uh, or was. God rest her soul. Um, <laughs> Didn't, weren't you telling me that your family uh, would bury gifts that oh, yeah. she gave? So the thing is, the curse manifested itself, and whenever Aunt Mabel gave you something, bad luck came along with it. So um, my cousin Braxton was a like collected coins when he was a kid. And she had given him some old coins, and then his cat died. So oh, no. um, they had when they were burying the cat in the backyard, they buried the coins along with it, and that okay. that killed that spout of bad luck. But um, bury the curse. <laughs> exactly. Somebody got a kitchen appliance from her once for Christmas, like a blender or a toaster, mm-hmm. and then their refrigerator stopped working. Somebody oh, wow. accepted like some jewelry, and their house was broken into. Oh wow! Yeah, it was you know. So you know, my mother never talked about it. She like you would hear this as kid at family reunions and at my grandmother's house, right. whatever you know, like spread around the cousins yeah. and things. Oh, you know, Mabel said something. Who's going to take that? You know, who's going to take the hit for that one? Um, <laughs> and my mother would never talk about it, and she, I'd be like, "Is she a witch? Is she a witch? She cursed us." And Mom would never comment. She'd never comment. Um, but she also never, ever accepted anything from Aunt Mabel. Wow. So, uh, like, maybe not superstitious, but better safe than sorry. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Something like that, yeah. And she, yeah, I think she would say something like, well, that, that bitch never helped us out. So <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I don't like her, you know, 
bitch or witch. I don't know. I don't <laughs> like her. Do you ever hear what Aunt Catherine thought of the abduction? Abduction, yeah. Well, I don't know. Um, that would mean actually talking to my Aunt Catherine mm-hmm. in a civil manner, and that just doesn't happen. Fair enough. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, it's not a friendly. <laughs> not a friendly. Not a talker. Like <laughs> More of a smoker than a talker. <laughs> yeah. Well, either way, that's an excellent story. So thank you very much for sharing it. <laughs> no problem. I'll be sure to pass it on. And that does it for this week's story. Big thanks to Bunny for sharing that story and to Brian for adding support. If you like this story and want to leave a comment, you can do so on the blog at secondhandstorytime.com. There are a lot of other features there, so check it out. You can find ways to subscribe, either through RSS or through iTunes. You can also find information about our musician, Gummery, or about our license, which is the Creative Commons Attribution Non-Commercial 3.0 Unported License. If you prefer, you can get updates through Twitter at twitter.com secondhandstory. To get in touch with me, write to Will at secondhandstorytime.com, or leave a voicemail at 206-338-3225. Thanks for listening, and we'll have another story next week.